the following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast brought to you by the CSPN. I am one half of your host, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante, a.k.a. Confucius, a.k.a. Niggas Against Coworkers, a.k.a. Um, Peter Guns is built like a bag of stolen baseball trophies. Yeah. Um, and as always, I'm joined by my illustrious co-host and the smartest member of this podcast, I don't know. I beg to differ. Uh, <laughs> you giving me too much credit. But yes, Candace, uh, I did used to go by Intense Desire, but I deleted that account. I was not suspended. I'm a G. I don't get suspended. Um, but <laughs> now it's just London and Mommy on Twitter. You can follow me, a.k.a. Hotitious. And, all right. And <laughs> we are joined by... 54K at this point. Uh, Candace. Mm-hmm. That's no, that's no. And we are joined by our friend and our recurring monthly correspondent. I'll let him introduce himself. What's up, y'all? It is the third host of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast, but I have it in my contract that I only come once a month. I ain't trying to work like these niggas. All right. <laughs> Curtis, aka Trilificent, aka Coon Loaf, but not the one that's suspended. Somebody over in Turkey took that account. Good luck to them. God bless everybody. I'm here. I'm ready to get shit cracking. Before we start, I just want to say two quick things before we get into the. Actually, I'm going to start with some mess. So first and foremost, happy two year anniversary to the Dutch and Keisha Cole beef. Hashtag (laughs) fuck Dutch. Hey, fuck Dutch. Fuck Dutch. All right. And (laughs) second to slide us on into what we're going to be talking about tonight Jocelyn Hernandez has dropped a song called Hate Me Now. Is that the name? I think it's Hate Me Now. Should and be, put that shit in the trash. That's what it should be called. What it should be called is Educate Me Now. <laughs> it should be called Speech uh, Therapy Now. English as a second language now. Like it should, be, now. it should be I need a ghostwriter right now. Like, what the fuck was that? What listen, let me reiterate. What the fuck was that? It literally sounded like vocal Tourette's on the track. I'm like, what the fuck is this bitch on? First of all, she called it Hate Me Now. So I thought that she was going to be sampling the famous Nas featuring Diddy Hate Me Now. Because I thought Hate Me Now, I acknowledge when uh, Nas, when Diddy was hanging on the cross and shit and caught all that backlash. This bitch come on and all I hear is like, bloody pussy. Suck my bloody pussy like yo, what? Like is this the exorcist? Like what the fuck is going yo, on? Yo, you beat me to it. I was about to say, is this bitch about to summon Satan? Like, is she doing a ritual? What the fuck is going on? How bloody is your pussy, ma'am? Like, is this the exorcist? They have things for that. I know that it's fucked up that women have to pay for that, but sis. 
Like, you're the Puerto Rican princess. It ain't no reason for your b- pussy to be that bloody that you got to say it 17 times on a song. Like, let's be you, honest. I'm just still trying to wrap my mind around a diss track where you dragging yourself more than the person you supposed to be dissing. Like, I, what little I could make out sounded like it was of no offense to Cardi B. At all. At all the offense to her. Because it was just kind of like, the after I listened, I was like, you know what this bitch need? Some tampons. Mm-hmm. Always. She needs some always because Pearl. she is PMS. Like, like, Jocelyn had a mean case of the PMS and just decided to scream on the on the track is what I've concluded. Like, I mean, there's no way this had anything to do with Cardi B. No, no, no. It had everything to do with Cardi B. But let me tell you why. Because because she's not talented, this is what we got. But what she's trying to do is ride the wave of Cardi B's success. So I'm going to create some fake beef with you and make a song and tag you in it so people can be talking about it because I'm trying to ride the wave of all of your success. uh, Bodak Yellow just got certified three times platinum. And Jocelyn... People, shit! I just heard another song she featured on when I was coming on. Uh, yeah, she featured on what's that? Motorsport with Migos and Nicki Minaj. Yeah, and it's because uh, she got three songs in like the Billboard Top 100 right now, or some something like that. Like, right. it's, it's like a record. It's record breaking. So it's just really it's clickbait. I, it's it's I, clickbait I, in song form. It's the same yeah. thing as when people come out of nowhere and they bring Beyonce into the shit and we ain't seen Beyonce in a couple weeks or a few months and you're like, what the fuck you bring Beyonce into this shit for? It's the exact same thing. You're not slick, Jocelyn. The only thing that's slick is that tongue. You need to get that shit together. Work on your hey, enunciation. Work on your rhyming. Just work on your speech, period. Before you even try to work on rhyme cadences, bitch, just learn some decent English. Because you sound like a fucking idiot on the whole song. The like, whole song. Like, I mean, I know it's possible, but how is it even possible? You know, like, she sounds like. She sound like. Remember that movie, uh, Legion, and when like the angels or, or the demon would take over a person and they would do that damn screaming and shit. That's what she sounded, but on wax. That's that true. is hella specific. That's true. I like. <laughs> but I, but I do agree. I do agree with you, Curtis. Because if you actually look at what Jocelyn has going on, she went from kind of like being a sweetheart of reality TV to the point where she guessed, uh, she was a guest co-host on... Like the, the real or one of them shows. The, yeah, them shows. They all the same to me. The women or whatever they call it. Whatever. The real, the talk, and the question, the pause. Yeah, she went from that to... Remember initially, her VH1 special, it was supposed to be her own special. It wasn't supposed to be an episode uh, on Love and Hip Hop, her giving birth and shit. Remember? It was mm-hmm. supposed to be like several episodes. That got cut short. It ended up being an episode on Love and Hip Hop. She showed her ass at the reunion, so she didn't get her contract renewed. She honestly has nothing going for her. Like even yep. even parenting is not going well because uh the she might have a warrant out for her arrest. Cause I was gonna Stevie, say her and Stevie ain't show up to family court. I was gonna say now let's talk about getting things to get what you need priority, sis. Because while you trying to drag Cardi B. Cardi B don't have no case with family court. They not looking for her ass and trying to figure out what the hell happened to that baby. Cardi B out here living her best life. Correct. I did see something that someone put on uh, Instagram saying that it was supposed to be a snippet of a I I guess a response 
from Cardi B, but you know how niggas be lying on Instagram for clicks, for likes and shit. So I ain't gonna believe it till I see it on Cardi's. Exactly, because the only thing I saw a lot of people were retweeting Cardi was like, "Wow, LOL," with like four hundred characters. And yeah. that was an appropriate response. She really don't need to say shit else. I wouldn't even waste my time trying to. She ain't gonna say shit because if she wouldn't even, because I remember when it was speculation that Nikki was taking shots at Cardi, and so if she not gonna even respond to Nikki, the fuck make you think you gonna get a response, Jocelyn? Girl, bye. Go sit your little worthless ass down. Right. And to be honest, a response is exactly what Jocelyn is hoping for yeah. because that's just gonna further it and keep her name out there. Let that shit die. Let this song go to hell where it belongs. <laughs> All right, and you leave us the fuck alone, ma'am. You gonna be a family woman. That's what you do. That's right. You stay First away from all, our families with those terrible diss tracks, bitch. We First don't. Of all, she, we don't accept that kind of shit in our homes. If you gonna fight a diss, if you gonna diss some goddamn body, you need to make it Remy my caliber. Don't you bring that weak shit around here. We don't play that. The bars high. The bar is high for them bars. Correct. Yes, correct. Shit. And bitch, your bars is buried. Just shit is like a rebar in the goddamn foundation in the concrete. And that, shit. Very, yes. very, very fucking low, bitch. You yeah, can't it see your bars. Extremely low. It is one of them off-brand bars at the at the local gas station. That's what it is. Your that bars is low like a cricket phone in a foreign country. Listen. If that shit wasn't a run-on sentence by every kindergarten in the United States of America, I don't know. Well, I was like, when when does this stop? Bitch had a temper tantrum on the song. She, I, I told you, vocal Tourette's. Bitch sound like she just laid down and started screaming. Mm. I cannot. Bitch, you need we cannot. Shit, we should not. <laughs> if you wanted a Capri Sun, bitch, you should have just called Stevie. Okay. Speaking of Stevie, that picture that I sent y'all in the group I chat. I was Stevie J at first. I, uh, mm, I was lost. So there, the pictures of a man butt naked in some Timberlands with a Burger King crown on. No, 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 not that one. Although that one is funny too. I'm talking about the picture of Stevie J and um Scrappy supposedly making their wrestling debut. Oh, can't you? <laughs> what? The, what is going on over there? What is happening? I thought that Stevie was trying to uh, re-energize his music career. And that is really creepy to see him trying to wrestle with Scrappy. And Scrappy just got married. Boy, go be a husband. He don't know how. So <laughs> this is what we're going to get. I thought Scrappy was supposed to be in Miami. So what you doing? Who knows? They, they elope. They somewhere trying to find Bambi's adult teeth because their baby teeth ain't fall out yet. <laughs> well, so those were the, the two things I had to get off of my chest before we got started. That just a mess all around. Yep, but since we all since we here with the talking love and hip hop people, I, Mona, listen, Mona, Mona, sweetie, Mona, Mona, sis, take the rest of these goddamn shows off if you're not gonna give us the theater that you right. Atlanta. Like, send your writers to creative writing classes, all right, and and tell them to step their cookies up because this ain't gonna get it. This is not. It's like I feel like. You you pull us in with Atlanta, then you throw us old weak ass Hollywood, then you just completely destroy us with this dry ass New York you giving us. Like Right. That I makes my hopes for Miami not be very high because exactly. I mean it's gonna have Trick Daddy on there and Trina, but shit, if this kind of shit y'all gonna be doing, then honestly you can keep it. Like, like I know 
I know New York is like your baby. It's it's like the original love in hip hop. But if that shit dead, bury it. Yeah. It's like mourn, mourn her. It, it, she right. It's dead. Mourn her. It's like you said before. Candace is bad foreplay. It is. It is. No, nobody is is climaxing from New York. Like we like one, two, three episodes in nothing. Like, it was, when I say dry, and this is, I haven't watched it in so long, so I didn't even know the people. But I usually just I jump into Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, we don't know her. But huh, I guess we can. Let's. I don't have too too much because I was sitting here lost and confused. I'm trying to recall, like, did anything? Speaking of, speaking of verbal Tourette's, can we um address the fact that uh that. That chick Anais needs uh, all the subtitles. No, why does she speak that way? What's wrong with her? She right. sounds like she has never blown her nose a day in her life. She's like she sounds like I'm very frustrated that Mona is trying to paint her as the the next Cardi because that's kind of what her image is kind of playing into. Like sexy, don't care, she did, she that, and it's kind of like. Like I also feel like she's sixty underneath them wigs. I mean, she looks really old to me. She looks like an old auntie who's trying to be young. Yeah, it's something in the milk ain't clean. Absolutely, and that whole that whole conversation that they had with whatever the dude name is, everybody is a non-factor in that, and that's what blows me. Like y'all doing all this hollering and screaming, but none of you are a contributing factor to anything worth a damn. I don't even know who he is. I think the dude, her manager, I don't even know that nigga name. I Navarro. Just, I just remembered. Navarro? Okay, yeah. Um, His girlfriend is probably more famous than he is because I feel like they said she was like one of the big names behind Fashion Nova or mm. some shit like that. I, I don't remember. She's still a nobody, but True. she getting, she getting money because bitches love Fashion Nova. Hello. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, mm. but like the only like Anna East and then like nigga she was like she was like she kind of reminded me of Lily to a certain extent because she was like I have to send my manager photos to like first of all first of all whomst is sending their manager business news quote in her words who whomst what what. Huh? Was, that whole thing was so extra. And he gonna be seeing me naked sometimes, and you gonna be seeing me naked sometimes too, because I be having to change. And I'm like, first of all, sweetie, you need to get booked. Let's start first with that. First of all, we need closed caption to understand what the fuck you said. Also, right? too, as well. But that whole, it was just weird as fuck. And she's like, we supposed to be two boss bitches. And did, I mean, you know, again, I, I had to glean a couple of words, but the overall speech pattern left me drained. So it's like she was reading the hieroglyphics. She's speaking in hieroglyphics. She, she looks like a hieroglyphic. Oh, also lady. too, and as well. Hey, you remember, hey, oh, you remember, like, um, I just cannot put my finger on it. She is re- She looks really aged to me. Like she don't look like bad, but she looked like an older woman that's aging decently. And that's I, that's weird if she's not in her like if she's in her twenties. Something is really fucked up here. Like mm. if you put a wig on stone heads, it would be her. All right. Oh, Too far? We're going to go silent on me? Okay, cool. Uh, speaking of wigs. Speaking I, of wigs. Where you going, Curtis? Because I think I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so many different directions that <laughs> you can go. Because Navarro's girlfriend, Ashley, when they were in that van talking, that her hair looked a shitty 
mess. Her hair looked like she had just got out the pool. And I was like, hmm. You knew you were going to be on TV. Like, I'm not saying as a woman, you got to always have your hair done and all of that kind of stuff. But if you're going to be filming a scene, especially if you're filming a scene talking shit about somebody else, you need to make sure that your shit is top notch. Don't let them catch Top notch. Cause that shit, I was looking at. I was looking at my screen like, sis, you know that people watching this in 4K, right? I just, I never seen a wig on Love and Hip Hop that's been properly plucked. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's. Do y'all have something against tweezers? Let us know. Do y'all not have a budget for tweezers? Should should you know? Do you want to start up a GoFundMe? Right. Get tweezers for the set because nobody's frontal is ever plucked, and it is oh. it is disheartening. Yeah. Go for my weed. And that's if the installation is is on point to begin with, but whoo, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so Curtis brought up weed. So, so can we please just? Oh, I forgot about the. Oh yeah, I just remembered the other week that I yeah. Mm. Go ahead, cause you we might be in the with with this week particular week you were finna talk about. Would this just so happen to be someone that someone that said once upon a time not long ago I was a hoe? Is that where you were going? Um, am I? I think so. Because so listen. Mm-hmm. Go go ahead. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything against Remy, but <laughs> don't laugh before I say anything. What the fuck? First and foremost, Remy, I need you to get that skin together. There's no reason for you to be looking like I can scrub my pots with your skin. That does not make any fucking sense. You are Remy the fuck ma. All right? Ain't nobody jealous of you. You you don't have a reason to be conceited at this juncture. Because that skin? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No spam. Reminisce Mackie. It is time to exfoliate. Okay. Get some water in your system. You have been Grammy nominated. You have had hit songs since you got out the, the clink and shit. It is time for you to make your next stop a dermatologist. <laughs> yes. And I never noticed it until she sat down with the other girl. I forget her name. Oh, no. Oh, no. I have something else for her. Uh, Juju. Juju. Now, yes. first of all, before I get the only thing I have to say about Juju, Juju looked real funny to me. And I was like, what is it about this face that is mm. Juju looked like a Gabrielle Union Kelly Rowland hybrid? I think her, her skin was really nice. And then the camera panned over to Remy Ma, and I damn near turned the TV off because I was like, bitch, what the fuck? I also think that uh, Juju, like her hairstyles so far this season, have been very weird to me. Yeah, everybody trying to do this edgy stuff, and it's like, mm. and she is really because Juju is really pretty to me, but it's something. I about, mean, yeah, she's gorgeous. I mean, you know, about the hair so far, the season. hair, and then that makeup was that futuristic ass makeup, and I was like, mm. yeah, but I'm so but reminisce needs to reminisce on some on some Noxzema. I just <clears> these <throat> wigs are so unplucked, and it's like awesome. she she looked good in her confessional, but then on the episode, it's just like. Mm. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that was, she maybe was going through the, something. Maybe it's the stress of not being honest with Papoose about not not want no baby. damn baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, you don't want no baby. I don't. I don't know how old Remy is, but she's not no spring chicken. Nope. I can look it so, up. Continue. And you already. I mean, y'all already have to go through IVF, so it's like it's a lot. So I'm just kind of like. I, but you trying to your career is just starting to pop off again, even though that song that you released with Lil Kim could be kept. Um, 
So I completely understand you not want to have no baby right now because you're whoa, trying to. Whoa. Uh oh. According to this. Man down. According to this, Remy is 37. Okay. So yeah, again, she. Yeah. So that makes sense. She's. When I say. I don't mean like. I don't mean she's like 40 or 50, but she is. She's. At, I didn't know she was that old. She's yeah, at, uh, she, she was in she was in the clink forever. Shit, she's at high risk. She's in a high risk age, like yeah, for pregnancy. Yeah. So like, yeah. you couple having had uh, an ectopic pregnancy, you down to I think she had to have one of her fallopian tubes removed and an ovary or something with the last ordeal, and then you inc- you incorporate her age, like <clears throat> by the by the graces of God, will IVF more than likely work for them. Right. That'll be all guys doing because she has so much working against her. I mean, but, but yeah, again, think- just not having the will to do it, the desire, because yeah. when Juju was like, Have you considered that it may not work the first time? And Remy was like, Deer in the headlights, like, what the fuck you mean it wouldn't work the first time? Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of couples and, and women who decide that they just they want to have a baby or whatever, but a lot of people who deal with IVF um are always under the assumption that first time's a charm. Right, that's like, like a 100% so many, success rate. I've read so many stories where people had to undergo IVF multiple times before mm-hmm. they were able to, before it was, they were able to conceive and carry the baby to term. And you're talking about something that's $15,000, $20,000 a shot, a pop. Yep, yep. Every, every time you do IVF, like, they don't even offer you no package deal. Like, okay, for $20,000, we're going to let you try three times. No. Right. <laughs> three strikes and you're out like nope yeah, nope one like if it don't work the first time you gotta fork over another 15 20 thousand and another 15 20 thousand like i'm i'm not even being funny but that's that's half the damn cost of raising the baby before you even get pregnant mm-hmm. depending on how many times it takes shit Child, get a puppy hello my papoose you ain't doing Especially nothing when, you and i feel like they have two older kids like they on their way to having kids out the door well they is out the door because i don't know if they if the kids live with them or whatever but i just i feel i always get confused when people have older kids and want to start all over like i i have family members like that like my cousin has a 20 year old and a four year old and a six and an eight year old like what happened like the dick was not that bomb it sounds exhausting to me But, I mean, that was all I had for Remy. Get that skin together, sweetie, because we don't... Mm, 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 mm. So... Oh, go to hell. Oh, you beat me too. I was just about to say, getting get, speaking of getting things together, so first yeah. and foremost, why was Lil Mo in that park singing with that piano like she was auditioning to be in the fifth element? I was like, what is she doing and what is she wearing? I, like she, Lil Mo was singing for Loose Change. Don't you say her hustle, Curtis? She was. She was literally... I, it looked like the Sim. Like they come by and throw some simoleons on the on the little platter. Because <laughs> I was like, "Bitch, what are you doing?" And then that whole thing with her husband, and when they met up with Remy and Pap, and she was like, "They just looking for their fifteen minutes of fame." And da 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 week, and I was like, "Didn't you move back to New York to try to jumpstart your career to get another fifteen minutes? Like, aren't you doing the same thing?" Listen, listen, listen. I gotta shout him out. Our, our boy Rod from Black Guy Who Tills. Rod was watching that shit, and he said that. <laughs> Lil Mo and her hu- husband are the couple that Rem- Remy and Pat go home and talk about. I'll be damned if that ain't absolutely. You know they group chat is lit. Shout out yeah. to Rod because goddamn that ain't accurate. Because listen, first of all, 
First of all, Lil Mo's husband has has braids in 2017. He has cornrows in 2017. First of all, that should let you know right there that that nigga ain't worth a damn. That he I mean, willingly and consciously has. I mean, corn. even before you get to the braids, he light skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He looks short. True. Mm-hmm. He looks skinny. Mm-hmm. And he married to Lil Mo. That is a. Fucking- <laughs> That's the fuck nigga holy trinity right there. Mm-hmm. You throw them braids in, that nigga is a whole heap of nope. He is a he is a physical manifestation of Jaheem's music. And you know why I say he a holy trinity of nope? Because niggas that look like him usually got a dick down to their ankles and they giving it to everybody. Hmm. Speaking <laughs> of giving it to everybody, because that scene That's, where yeah. little Mo's son talking about he Googled his dad. Listen. Listen, first of all, her own son was up there Made reading up. her tea. Like, her son was reading her shit like she's like her son seen it on lipstick early. Nigga. He probably did shit. <laughs> he did his research. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga. Her son, was up there, her son was up there reading her the tea leaves of her husband's business. God damn. Her son said, I got it directly from Ball Alert. And you know they always <laughs> got the tea. Uh, Let me share with you, mom, because clearly you are out the loop. Get you a cup. And Remy and Pap talking about you just got to block everybody. If the motherfucker cheating, he cheating, then that ain't everybody's fault. And Lil Mo was a little bit all over the place because on one hand, she was like, where there's smoke, there's fire. And then on the other hand, she was just kind of like, this is my man. And then it was like, oh, you going to camp and we're going to be a. I was just like, this is draining. Exactly. See, they all said it. She all said it, London. See, look out. Mm hmm. Watching her movie, she watches sing. That's all. That her that scene. is her jam. That is her jam. I mean, other than that, I don't have too too much. The I guess the other big thing was that whole Mariah Lynn situation. Child, you have really hit rock bottom when you get uh, when you uh, letting a white bitch swing on you. See, if you get if you stay ready, you don't have to get. You ready. don't have to get ready. The yeah. minute the minute Mariah came in with that attitude. That bitch should have hopped up off the bed. Yep, she should have been on full been alert for a fight. She should have had her power morpher in her fucking hand at that time. Correct. Ready to yell out saber tooth tiger and get it cracking because ain't no, ain't no white bitch that used to do heroin and wear bad wigs supposed to be swinging on you. Because them braids, first of all, I was like, oh no, she came to fight. This bitch just wants baby's kids. And then, first of all, niggas, so, you eating? You've been eating this whole time. You couldn't tell. Damn. Yes, but first of all, nigga, the girl, I want to know why she has such an attitude, though. Because, like, when Mariah got on the bed and was like, did, did he try did he try to um to fuck you or whatever, she, she, she could have just been like, yeah. She was like, yes, if you will give me a chance to explain. Well, no, it wasn't that. She asked her, and the girl, who, what is that girl's name? <laughs> okay. The body something shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Uh, the body? Whatever her name is. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever. Y'all know who the fuck we talking about. Because Mariah Lynn said, and she asked her, and she was like, yeah, of course. And then Mariah Lynn said something, and then she was like, "If because Mariah Lynn started turning up, and then that's when she was like, let me talk. Let me explain to you 
the situation. But uh, Mariah, so that's number one. Number two, you know that Mariah Lynn is a sorry ass bitch because all you had was space, time, and opportunity, and you missed the whole her whole face. I watched it twice because they were turning up and acting like Mariah yeah, Lynn I'm, punched I'm, her through I'm, a wall. Like, oh, did she? Did she? Knock her in the face, and then I was like, "Nah, she ain't knocked the bitch." She out. missed her whole, f- but they act like she Wonder Woman her through a wall, and I was like, "Winging on air, like, you ain't hit nothing but air." And talked all that sh- that rehearsed shit. Exactly. Even prior to that, you a sorry bitch to want to fight a woman over a nigga that's doing you dirty. And like, he literally sitting right there, but like, you gonna swing on her. If you was gonna check somebody and knock somebody in their shit, it should have been his ass. Hmm. Well, she tried to do well, after the fact, but it's right like, after the fact. But by the end, it was it, it didn't make no sense. And he was sitting there right there in front of you. You should have jumped on his ass right when you had the opportunity. First because all, it's true. If you had let her talk, she could have told you, "I have a man. I'm here for a check." Which I'm, I'm... sick of that lot lizard. Jesus Christ! First of all, first of all, Morales was over here fighting over a nigga that refers to himself in third person. So yeah, listen, that I don't know what I don't know if that's just a light skin nigga thing. Is it a New York nigga thing? Is it a yes, light skin New York nigga thing? <laughs> and I'm like, he's not ugly by any stretch of the imagination, but he that shit is lame. draining. He lame as fuck. He's really, he's really right. I'm what's his name? James. James James, James R. Yeah. I'm James R. And James R the first of all, who is James R? Who or what? First of all, this nigga is up here built like an NFL linebacker and he was threatened by DJ Self. Self. Yeah, that, whole, that whole thing was Self. That whole thing. I was... How you how you threatened by a nigga built like a bean burrito? How? You, mm, I mean he light skinned, so you know you can just hit or miss with that. It you know, light, it ain't no, it ain't no middle ground with light skinned niggas. Either they don't have no hands, or they have the hands of a of a hundred niggas. It ain't no yeah. in between. <laughs> yeah, either they really, either they really cocky in a a good way, or they just really corny. It ain't right. They like, arrogant. You know, yeah. Yeah. Either they arrogant or they just lame. It ain't. It's never any middle ground with light skinned niggas like James. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, so what is this song supposed to be? Is he a rapper? Is he a singer? Hey, hey, I think still true. But he a drug dealer. I know that much. I mean, listen, it looks like he's led a rough life because he got a, he's attractive, but he got a whole lot of marks on his face. That nigga been through some trials and tribulations. I told you that, I told you that nigga, he sell dope. He done been robbed before and he done robbed somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he definitely been out here playing Grand Theft Auto New York. Yeah. His life. He has, so. But yeah, that was it. That whole thing with Mariah. I think the, uh, the last I mean, thing for me is like, can we like, like, do we have to deal with Bianca and <clears throat> Bree's storyline all season? I hope not, because Bianca like a little honey badger. But I was like, girl, you sound stupid. Every, everything looked and sounded stupid. Dream Doll inserting herself into that shit for no fucking reason. Oh, damn. And, and the only reason I don't get it is because as, as pitiful as Bianca is, that little bitch got hands on deck if you want them. Listen. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> That's why I said honey badger, because she stay ready. That's yeah, the definition Bianca, of staying Bianca, ready. Bianca's gonna walk the walk because she talk the talk. Nobody else does. Like Bree be talking all crazy. And and to be honest, I understand why Bianca keep putting hands and feet on her. Mm-hmm. Like I, I get it. So it's like if I'm if you gonna tell me like let's squash it and you gonna walk up to me talking shit, bitch, I'll knock your goddamn head off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Right where we standing. And that's what the she first said. Episode. Remember the first episode? We talked about it. Like she was talking mad greasy to Bianca right in her face, and Bianca was just looking at her like, "Okay, bitch, all right." 
Mm-hmm. Just wait for her opportunity. Mm-hmm. Waiting for and an I opening. Wish, I wish Dream Doll in that concrete ass go sit down somewhere because when she was practicing, her ass wasn't even moving. Listen. How you twerking but your ass standing still? Well, mm. when God you... Bless. Good luck, everybody. Like right. Curtis said, good luck. <laughs> good luck, everybody. Because when you get your ass from behind a family dollar, that's the risk you take. Mm. That was it. The last thing, Yandy is ridiculous. Like that scene with Yandy was so ridiculous and stupid. I was like, Yandy, you look dumb. This is not Mean Girls, bitch. You are not working for Tina Fey. Get this shit together. Like, hey, I'm catch his mama. And I was like, girl, all right, hey, all right, Yandy. I'm looking forward to next week though, cause she gonna try. She gonna try to. Put, she gonna catch uh, Judy. Uh, my fans creeping with somebody that like in their twenties. She is, but my point is. How lame are you that your storyline is dependent on your nigga's mama and your your nigga who gonna be in jail until the cows come home? Like this, like the show. Like you don't have shit else going on. I thought you were a businesswoman. She called love and hip hop, and she don't have no hip hop going on. No, <laughs> like I'm very fucking confused. I'm like, shit. From what I can tell, she ain't got no love going on either. But that's not here nor there. <laughs> you beat me to it, Kurt. <laughs> She got bundles going on. That's what the fuck she got going. She got, yeah. Mm, it's not those got that. bundles and a whole lot of teeth and gums, but that was it. Loving hip hop. I don't know. Like y'all if, need, if, y'all if need to hit the reset button. Her trying to catch Judy cheating <clears throat> with a nigga that's not been DC's father. That's what's so fucking funny because uh, who spilled the tea last season? Kim, Sam's mama, when she brought up how uh, Judy got, or it wasn't Samantha, it was Sam. Who brought up how Judy got like four baby daddies or some shit? Uh, yeah. And Mendeecees is not the youngest, so it's like, bitch, like, what are you? Who you catching cheating? It ain't with his father. You think he gonna give a fuck? Right. That his mom cheating on uh one of his quote unquote uncles that he brought home or some shit. Big Candace. One of his older quote unquote cousins. Exactly. Like, (laughs) I'd rather see the League of Extraordinary Baby Mamas come back than watch her try to uh get Judy busted for cheating because nobody really give a fuck about no old bitch with a gap cheating on her husband. And then, so, and then as tired as it is, it was nice seeing Erica find ass. Sam too. Sam attractive. Yeah. I'm telling you, Yandy is the third most attractive baby mama. She really is. That's why she's so insecure. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that's it for love and help out. So uh, we can get go ahead and get Real Housewives of Atlanta out the way. I don't have much. I don't have much. It was boring and dry. I mean, I'm talking, y'all. I'm talking about dry. I'm talking about like Nico KFC biscuit dry. That it was so dry. It was a waste of an hour, and it's not even a whole hour if you take out the commercials. It was just a waste of whatever time it was on the TV. It was a waste of that. Listen, Sheree and that atomic blonde wig and them confessionals. She needs your help. She needs your thoughts and prayers because I don't know what Sheree got going on, but. That mm, no, and Shamia, go ahead. This is gonna be real quick. Cynthia, you need some dick. She does. That's that's the only reason that you is still crying over a goddamn man that you wanted to be divorced from. Right. You need some dick. That you bring up Peter in another fucking episode, and I'm gonna jump in your mentions and get real (laughs) indignant. Okay. Be like, bitch, if you don't call Leon and work that shit out. Child, get if you don't go get you some goddamn dick or tell Peter you want him back. But right. how the fuck you divorce? How the fuck you divorce somebody and then get mad they don't want to come around you? Like I thought that was the whole point of the divorce. <laughs> I don't want ain't you nothing, around. 
ain't no pussy, ain't no pleasure, ain't no reward in it for Peter just coming to hang around you looking good as fuck. Right. Correct. He's sitting there on swole and can't do nothing about it because y'all, you just like, want the attention, but it's like you need to get your thrills elsewhere. And like we said last week, she attractive, she can go get some dick. Absolutely. Like, this like, shit strange, and it's like, how do you, why do you want your ex-husband around? Like, that shit even gotta feel awkward. Hey, y'all remember my ex-husband Peter, right? Like, uh... We ain't forgot, bitch. It was just last season. <laughs> But yeah, I agree. Oh, well, Peter got Peter then fell into some young pussy out there in North Carolina, some of that thick cornbread fed pussy mm-hmm. down there in Charlotte, and he is happy as a goddamn lark. Listen, he he and happy. He got, he got Noel coming to visit him because she got a little white boyfriend that live out there. Like Peter living his best life. It's, and Cynthia, you got the body and you got the titties to be living your best life, and you out here worried about whether or not Peter is gonna make appearances to your shit. Like, get it together, ma'am. Peter so pussy whipped, he don't even want to be on the show no more. That nigga just take phone calls. Listen. Uh, he don't even want yeah, to I ain't going to be able to make it. I got to go by. Like, God damn, Peter. Hey, Cynthia has the capacity and the ability to be out here living like Cardi, and, and yet she appeal like Mario Wine. Not even Cardi. Like, Cynthia could be out here living like Janet. Like Cynthia can pull the riches of the rich. I truly believe that. That is a beautiful woman. She's fucked up emotionally and mentally. Like them, them women that's real pretty, like Cynthia, they be they be batshit crazy. That's what it is. They always be crazy. They fine, but they crazy. She fine, but she crazy. She can't. uh, And I hate the term. She can't keep a man because that's not it. But she sabotaged her relationships. Mm. Like she want them, and then when she get them, she sabotages them. Right. That's how the shit went with Peter. Like everybody told her don't marry Peter, and she was like, "Fuck that! I gotta marry Peter." Then she married Peter and was like, "Oh, I don't want Peter." Mm -hmm. Okay, sis. I'm tired of rice. I don't want no more motherfucking Uncle Ben. It's like, okay, which is it? What What are you gonna do? Wait. So how old is Noel now? That's what I had meant to ask. Because I feel like seventeen. I think it said. I feel like goddamn, she grew up fast. Mm Mm-hmm. She's trying to get the fuck away from Cynthia. Y'all notice that? She like... Yep. Mm-hmm. She like, Mama, you may not be getting no dick, but I am. See ya. She like, Mama, you wildin'. You wildin'. She's like, go oh, give me a hug. Noel was like, girl, I'm already in the car. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> she did not have time for her mama shit at all. No. When, uh, when Cynthia told her that she was going on a date with that 29-year-old, Noel looked like, girl... Why she went on a date with Norbit? Nigga. He kind of creeped me out. I don't know why. Like, the stuff that he was doing was sweet and nice, but it just creeped me out. Everything creeped me out. I expect the rest. You should have busted the door. Norbit! All right. (laughs) Quite enough from both of you. All right. (laughs) Uh, Mm -mm, mm -mm. This nigga done ate now he recharged for with ain't shittery. <laughs> oh nigga, you can't fucking talk, nigga. Not, the, not after the shit, nigga. Okay, all right. Okay, that's what we doing. Okay. I said so, what the fuck I said. Like we like <laughs> nigga. Like we can group chat. Best, best of luck. Uh, best. <laughs> the group chat ain't got shit to do with this show. So best best of luck, Jeremy. Yeah. Right. You're doing amazing, sweetie. So um <laughs> Why did Shamia have a church lady hat bridal shower? I was so confused. I, you know, maybe, maybe it's because I'm not from the South, 
that I don't understand all this going with the wind bullshit that they like to embrace. But that shit is fucking creepy to me. That is absolutely streetcar named desire. And it's like, actually, it's more like a stripper named desire, but that's neither here nor there. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm. Y'all got mighty quiet, but all right. Um, the last, the only thing with that, it was funny to me because they were dragging Portia's ass about her quote unquote condition. Mm. And Portia sitting there looking stupid. And Shamia had valid points. Shamia was like, "You ain't been no friend to me, bitch. Not since uh, what's the what's the lady name? Uh, oh, Phaedra. Not since, yeah, not since Phaedra Gate. Phaedra, <laughs> you're coming to blow you the fuck up. <laughs> Shout out to Lexi. We love you, Lexi. Listen, that shit was high Larry us. <laughs> Listen. That was it. I mean, the rest. I mean, that, I guess, no, that, but it like charade child. stuff. I mean, we'll have to see how that develops. Uh, outside of that, them goddamn kids is about thirty-seven. I was gonna say, are her kids grown? <laughs> Tell them kids that man used to whip your ass and call it a day. Call it a damn day. Them kids is old as fuck. They probably already knew, to be honest. Kids right. know. They be knowing. Like, tell them that they daddy that's shaped like a goddamn George Foreman grill used to beat your ass and and right. deal sure. with it. Like, they, they probably know, shoot. You don't know. Like, they probably, like, I know at least one of them, like, look, I want to beat this nigga's ass, but I just want mama to just go ahead and stop bullshitting and talk to us about it so I can go ahead and beat this nigga's ass. It's like, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. That was it. Real Housewives of oh. Atlanta has been. Y'all don't have nothing else except for what? Uh, what's this disease that? That condition. It said I got low blood pressure, so I can't fly, Coach. Bitch, what is you saying? What? <laughs> like, are you okay? No, the fuck. <laughs> Just say you ain't got the buckets. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. We got to broke like, the That's what she got. Yeah. I'm just saying, if it's my best friend, if I got to fly, Coach, to be a part of my best friend's wedding. That's just what the fuck it is. Pretty much. Because that low blood pressure, it ain't stopping you from driving. If you got low blood pressure like that, where you got a real condition, you shouldn't be driving. It's, it's low funds pressure. That's what the fuck it is. That's exactly. It's low bank That's pressure. Exactly. That's exactly what the fuck it is. <laughs> low debit pressure. All right. No debit pressure. <laughs> and then she, and that whole scene was awkward to me because. Candy's assistant when I Candy's assistant was dragging Portia and I know I mean I don't know if Portia can handle herself she you know she's not the sharpest tool in the shed but that's my sibling you're not gonna be sitting at a table with me disrespecting my sibling to both of our faces I'll turn this whole party out you got me full circle fucked up that's so like Portia and her sister yeah, that's, that like, yeah, that's, what, was the, what was the point of you taking your sister with you if she wasn't gonna have your back yeah, that's not what the fuck we would have been doing because them tables would have got flipped over. Okay, bitch. The fuck flipped. Shaking the table. I'd be throwing the table <laughs> like that one video. <laughs> throwing them tables, that girl catching them chairs and shit. Because if this what the fuck we finna do, I'm born ready, bitch. Born ready. Okay. okay. That let me know that Portia's sister ain't about that life because she just sat there letting her sister get dragged. She dragged, yeah, constantly. I mean, I was like, damn. Candy was like, you know, getting her little giggles in, but the assistant was going in. She was going for blood. And then Portia sitting there looking stupid, sounding stupid. You know what Portia sounded like? She sounded like one of the Medea plays where they were like, Medea, what you talking about smoking weed? And Medea was like, I got glaucoma. <laughs> That's Portia. <laughs> I got low blood pressure. I can't do it. My girl, bye. <laughs> and then Sheree. 
Sheree her, her uh, confessional's like, girl, don't you have jobs? Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody's on the same thought. It, it's supposed to be your best friend from childhood. Y'all still y'all been friends all this how time. You got, I, how you got this lucrative radio job that ain't got the money to go to your best friend's wedding? Talking about, oh, well, by the time we looked, it was too late. If it's your best friend, that means you knew about it way ahead of time. And then they, they threw salt on the wound. <laughs> Talking about, well, Candy, you only paid 5000 for yours, right, Candy? was like, yeah, girl. <laughs> I was like, y'all ain't shit. Candy was like, I've been having my shit as soon as I got my uh. Candy said, I'm a they, frugal they rich bitch. That wedding was at even before the goddamn invitations went out. So of course. Portia some whole trash. I was going to say, just say, just own up to it. You a trifling bitch. You didn't have the nerve to sit there and argue with her in the car. And then again, her sister didn't come. Her sister just stood there. And I'm like... Her sister, you know what her sister did? Like how uh, how uh, how Madison do when her and uh, Kyle be making the videos and she just turned to the side. Right. Put a wig over her face and shit. <laughs> Is uh, Kaya like Madison's house cat? Questions that need answers. Like, why is she always there? <laughs> oh shit! She, God, that is hilarious because Kai do look like an ugly ass house cat. <laughs> she do look like a mountain lion. She, she <laughs> like she from The Walking Dead. Mm, okay, so that was it. Why is she always at Madison House? They like, they doing that little show, and I'm like, I guess some of y'all be going. You know what you like. Is that's between you and whoever you pray to, but I've never I, Kaya is not entertaining to me. That whole thing that they be doing, it's not entertaining to me. But anyway, didn't about them. So is that it for Real Housewives? Because that shit was dry. Yeah, I was going to say that's it for uh, Real Housewives. So uh, let's um, mostly on over to <laughs> to Black in Chicago. Dun 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 dun. Uh, started the whole episode being messy as fuck. All started off the episode on ten with the mess and the drama and the theatrics. They really just mess. Now I will say this. Now I know none of us are here for Charmaine and none of us are here for Lily. But after Charmaine made that whack ass cartel joke, Lily should have beat her ass. Like if you was yeah. gonna throw drinks or hands to anybody, it should have been the bitch making jokes about how your father allegedly got killed. That's because that's he ain't get killed by the cartel. That's why Listen, she ain't want to throw no hands. His ass is chilling in Cabo. <laughs> <laughs> he made sure to stay off the stay out of the mess. Hey, I, hey, Lily made that whole shit about why her aunt didn't want didn't want her to see her sister. Probably because her aunt don't want her they, them in no goddamn mess. Over no lie, the cartel sitting there like what? We right. Mm-hmm. The cartels up there like word okay. And Lily, dumb ass, just blind her auntie like, bitch, what you doing? That was you to see my sisters? Okay, girl. Right, right. Sure, Jan. Can't see your sisters because your aunt like, nah, bitch, you ain't finna get us killed. That's yeah, hello. That's the fuck why. I'm like, bitch, you're not about to have no Netflix documentary crew down here looking for us. <laughs> you got me fucked up. <laughs> Shit. Look, you finna have us on fucking first 48. The fuck you think this is? Shit, I, they if in that instance they're gonna have to change it to last forty eight because everybody <laughs> gonna do it. Anybody, everybody. But uh, she about to get the whole cast killed. The whole right. Right. <laughs> that's what I, oh, for a lie. That shit gonna be lights out. <clears throat> everybody dying. Like, bitch, was it? Did it require all of that? 
Was it worth it? Is my question. Is was it worth it? Was it because they're gonna put their thing down, flip it, and reverse it? It be in your lives. You better keep it the fuck cute, man. Correct. Still sitting there like we ain't even do nothing to this bitch. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. I don't I don't really understand how they have so much hatred or whatever for Cobra, but they let Lily make it. That don't make no sense to me because. Lily is a whole fucking fool and a whole ma- every time Lily come around it's some junk it's some mess it's some trash every time and I'm yeah, sure Lily, Lily it smell like old hot pockets every time she come around too she she built like a neck bone agreed like she just looked like somebody's fat neck she looked like Van Neck uh, <laughs> Nick Van ain't got no neck what you talking right that's she built like the space between his shoulders <laughs> it should be a neck but it's not and Junior so pussy whipped, but anyway, I don't even think Junior pussy whipped. I just think he a, uh, a, he wanted them. Uh, you know how um the, Jesus Christ almost. You know how he Hispanic, right? The Puerto Rican. You know they just crazy by default. I don't yeah. even think he really give a fuck about Lily. He just like getting his dick sucked. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. Speaking of is sucking she dick, trash, she is trash. Speaking of sucking dick. Uh, I still don't like Don and Ashley's relationship. Um, All I have I'm to say to that luck. is good the fuck luck because I just so every- Ashley, Ashley is really manipulative. And like I told you, what did I what did I call her? What did I tell <laughs> y'all? Fake ass favorite. You called your store brand Phaedra. The, yes. She is definitely great value Phaedra. <laughs> she, listen, let me like I said, I'm not no expert on pregnancy. I, you know, I had a baby, and it was what it was. But the shit that she does to him and uses the pregnancy to do it, that shit is really trash to me. Mm-hmm. And the nigga I like agree. you, the nigga like you sent me a text. You, you know, he was like, you may have called. He was like, but you never left a voicemail saying it, it, it's an emergency. You never sent a text. Like, how the fuck right. you call somebody fifty-seven times and don't say, hey, it's an emergency. I need you to call me back as soon as you can. Like the bitch was just calling and hanging up when it was going to voicemail. Like, what the fucking weirdo? Right, and all that time you wasted trying to call him, you could have been making moves. Like your baby's supposed to be your first priority, and you worried about whether or not he answering the phone. I get it, you pregnant and he out of the country, and you don't want to feel alone. But be practical about the shit. Like she didn't even go to the hospital. The bitch went to her mama house. Mm-hmm. After all of that. Like the baby wasn't started kicking, and she just went to her mama house and shit. Like, right? What a fucking weirdo. She probably called her mama. Her mama was like, "Go get you a spicy breast," and I guarantee you that baby gonna move. And she did. Her mama told her to go to Popeyes, get a three piece spicy, yep. and get and ask some hot, get some of them Louisiana packets. But yeah, that um, yeah. I I just say good luck. I mean, shout out to Don though, because like y'all said in the earlier episode, he really has made a one eighty. As far that as his reactions and his the way he just carry himself, he definitely. But the thing about it is, it's like he's changed and doing better. And so Ashley has decided that she got to pick up the trash behavior and be even more trash. And I'm just like, why can't you just meet him where he is? Like, this is what you claim you wanted, but then you constantly own some bullshit. Because I agree. Why didn't you tell the man what was going on? Like if it's a, an emergency, the first time I called, I would have left a message. If he answering, if he answered a text early, I'ma send a text. I'm not just gonna sit there calling and calling. Like, bitch, this ain't investigation discovery. What the fuck wrong with you? How you stalking yeah. your husband from from however many thousands of miles? Away? I don't know. But anyway, that was it for that. Uh, 
Yeah, that's I, that's all I got. I just think she's a fucking airhead, and that's no, all I. She ain't no airhead. If something was really wrong with that baby. She spent more time calling him than putting on her goddamn shoes and getting to somebody's emergency room. Right. And it's like, you, I get it. You want your husband there, but you're not. A, your brother's sitting right in front of your fucking face. Your husband in Mexico, bitch, even if you want him there, ain't shit that you could do to get him there at the moment. So take your stupid ass to the emergency room and make sure the baby is okay. Right. Like, <clears throat> now, are you okay? No, the fuck you not. Well, the baby wasn't moving. Shut up, bitch. The baby moved. It's been eight uh, hours. Okay. She like it's ten ten where you being nigga out the country like what you doing right except you know exactly where I'm is well what you doing mm. oh so uh, um, so are we, we talking about can we address can we <laughs> can we address Charmaine being in the movie and then by the previews and after the episode she gonna be a maid and the first thing I can think of was Jocelyn's and she dropped the drink. Yeah. <laughs> hey, maid. Hey, I'm yes, you got on your maid outfit like you always do. She said, I'm going to be a star, bitches. Uh, 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 not so fast. Nope. Um, nigga, you thought? You thought, bitch. You thought. You thought. Hey, maid. <laughs> she was doing all that jumping around, and her fupa was jumping around, excited too. And I was like, girl. Mm. Right. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with a fupa, but Charmaine be doing the most. I'm like, the whole time, <laughs> the whole time her nigga. The whole time her nigga just looking at her football. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, you can tell he be caressing it, but mm-hmm. what'd you get? What's wrong with him? Charmaine was doing the most. She just does the. I mean, but it's, it was the whole episode. She does the most every time she's on camera, and it's like I don't know if, if anyone told you, but the slot for over the top black woman has already been filled. We still have Tiffany Pollard. We don't need you, Charmaine. It's not stop trying to make fetch happen. We don't need it, and we don't want it. Correct. And when Van, oh Ninja Turtle built ass, like right, built like the turtle Van, told like her that she was. <laughs> when he told her she was musty when she was doing all that jumping around, I, <laughs> I, he was like, "You, ooh, you musty. I love you though. Give me a hug." I was like, "You know what? You gonna hug a musty bitch for?" Yo, speaking of Van, so we can can we address that uh cat talking to Van and get him involved in this shit and getting him on her side? Child. I mean, but we knew that was going to happen because she needed somebody on her side. No, no, we cannot address it because, um, like, I, I still maintain that uh, Kat is a lying piece of shit, and she definitely putting a lot of extra sauce on it. But like I said, Ryan wouldn't even be going through this if he hadn't let that bitch blindside his woman. Because if, if you just kissed mm. the bitch and you was about to let her suck you off, you should have just told the fucking truth. Right. We was now in the shower. Bitch, now this bitch running around putting all this extra on it and shit, and ain't nothing really happened for real. Right now she going around talking about all the text messages and all this shit, and how you was promising her you wanted her to be your your her, uh, your side chick and all this other. It's like if ever there was a script of bad damage control, this was it. Like, and I still and, don't believe that part. Right. I believe the nigga was gonna hook up with Cat. Because it was because it was space and opportunity. It was space and opportunity. He was she was convenient. He was bored. Mm-hmm. And, and he was he, like, he you was, might as well put them gums to good use. Them gums bigger than a the motherfucker. They probably caress a dick like a grapefruit. Absolutely. So she was grapefruiting them with her gums, and then Rachel was like, "Boom, what's good? I miss you. Hey, stranger. Hey, big head." And he like blocked cat number. Like, oh, yep. gotta go. Gotta go. To the loop. And she found out through the grapevine that Ryan and Rachel was back together. And so she ran off to L.A. 
and she brought her ass to that cabin uninvited and yep. was like trying to see what was up with Ryan while he was drunk. I was like, oh, I can't believe you did this. Mm-hmm. And then they kissed and then Charmaine bust her, uh, her musty drunk ass in the bathroom and th- that was that. So, and then and Kat need a life. My thing is, no, you know who needs a life? Back, why are you trying to come back and work in a shop where you swear you can't deal with the owner because he treated you so bad? Are you that fucking desperate? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. But who who else needs a life is Danielle because I mean I guess if you believe that she didn't tell Cat the truth about that trip which I'm on the fence about because on the one hand I can kind of see it but on the other hand it's it's Danielle and Cat and I don't feel like Cat would pass up an opportunity to be in the same space with Ryan so yeah. but Danielle like, need even, a life even if I was gonna move back to Chicago as Cat. I'm not working in Nine Mag. Right. I'm a dope fucking tattoo artist. I was going to say, you like the, the one of the shop. top tattoo, tar- t- uh, tattoo artists on the show. Go work I'm somewhere else. Or shop. open you a shop in Chicago like you did in LA. Because she, like you said, Curtis, she want every opportunity to be around Ryan. Yep. Every opportunity. I get it, girl. Ryan, fine. But Ryan has a woman, and clearly she and her family about that life. Yeah, because they, uh, Rachel and her cousin came up to the shop ready for war. <laughs> right. They were like, what happened that? And then here go these motherfuckers. They, she should be mad at Ryan. She is mad at Ryan, but she should also be mad at the bitch who brought her ass on the couple trip trying to talk woman to woman. Right. And we knew they was the fuck together. We was at the cabin. Because if I was Rachel, I would have stopped her right there like, so you telling me you knew we was back together and you still, y'all still ended up kissing? Nah, bitch. You about to kiss this fist. You get hands too. I got hands for everybody. Mm-hmm. Hands for everybody. Everybody die. Everybody gotta die. Listen, and, get, and you get a fist, and you get a fist, and you get a fist. Everybody, <laughs> everybody get a fist. <laughs> Shit. And we just don't street fight out this bitch. I'm talking about Mortal Kombat and this motherfucker. And then Ryan, that whole sorry ass trying to garner sympathy all my go. Hey, I like how his parents and his mama was I like how his mama was looking at him like you lying ass. Let me let me tell you something <laughs> about Ryan's mama. Ryan's mama ain't never played with nobody on planet Earth a day in her fucking life. Nah, Ryan's mom don't play at all. At the fuck all. I was looking if at her I, face, if, I said, Oh, this bitch don't play. If the cameras wasn't there, she would have called her son a liar. Oh, but if the she, cameras wasn't there, she probably would have went upside his head. But she the kind of mama where she gonna wait till it's just you and her for her mm-hmm. to get in your ass. Oh yeah, you know she got in his ass. Hey, look, as soon as that nigga said it was just a kiss, you saw her, how his mama looked at him like a nigga, a kiss. Because his mama was like, "Ain't no way in hell you going through all this hell over no kiss." Over no kiss. Because she even said that she was like, "Oh, it's just a kiss." <laughs> she, she, she was like, she was I said, like hey, they go ahead." Fuck? But she, uh, they ain't fucked, but she, he definitely got his dick sucked and he don't want to admit to it. Listen, his, he was definitely sampling them, them jaws again. And that's why, Absolutely. that's why Kat's so mad. Cause she like, this nigga gonna deny my mouth skills. All okay. these gums. All these gums. All, all these gums. <laughs> Cause oh, Kat for sure look like she got retractable teeth. Hey, hey, she, hey, she remixed Whitney yeah, Houston. Kat's gums do look like they, they morph into a transformer when it's time to suck dick. Absolutely. Saving all my gums for you. All right. Wow. Wow. Too far? Okay. Cool. All right. Jeremy? So, huh? speaking of saving love. <laughs> right. How many times is that, Candace? Yeah, you leading the pack, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> is. Wow. Wow. This is what we're doing? Okay. Cool. <laughs> Nick, you the one who did it. This is exactly what we're doing. 
<laughs> Listen, I was here for Rachel being over Ryan when he had her come to that restaurant. Nigga, you saw at the end when that nigga tried to grab her hand, she was like, nah. Real politely slipped that hand right on out like, nah, nigga. Let me tell you what we not about to do. Because we back at square one. We back at square one. Y'all ain't been together in seven fucking years. Y'all did all of this to get back together. And then this the, the shit you do. You had seven years to fuck cat. <laughs> you had seven years to get all the gum buffet you could. And you, and you waited to get all the gummy head your heart desires. And you waited till you got back with your kid's mom to do it. Boy, fuck the you. bitch done moved Boy. to a different city. She on a whole different. She all the way, what fifteen hundred miles away, and this what you do? You nigga, got you fucking have... kids together. No, this nigga had seven years of plaque build up. I just talk about poor decision making. I mean, <laughs> and then like can't even find like what is it? Like, I mean, I don't get it because I'm looking at like Ryan is like seventy five million times finer than Cat. Ryan is, Ryan is fine than a motherfucker. He I'm is. talking about, I have never, like, this nigga had the old school zoot suit comp hairstyle, and he looked gooder than a bitch. Like, like what is going on? Like, but then, like, then again, when I seen Ryan's uh, mom and dad together, I was like, yeah, they make some pretty babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you could tell his dad was fine the shit in his heyday, and yep. his mama's still fine. His mama's still fine. You can tell his she was fine shit. when she was young. Mm-hmm. His mom fine as shit. So yeah, Ryan fine as shit. So I get it on Cat's side, but I don't get it on Ryan's side. You know what I think? It like we said, I, he was bored, and everybody else in the shop that had a piece. So why not him? I was gonna say. I mean, I mean, the head probably good. They, you know, they, you know, they talked about it. Like, <clears throat> because, hey, 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 did she take I'm her bottom row teeth out when she gave you head? <laughs> You know how little men have to think of you for friends and colleagues to pass you around and nobody cares? Nobody cares. Like, Ford literally does not give a fuck. Like, Ford was not like, yo, you hit my old bitch? Right. Nigga, you in my old work? Nigga was like, damn, that's fucked up. He better tell Rachel. Right. Right. Everybody was like, you better tell Rachel. Everybody was worried about Rachel. And you see when Kat got mad when they was like, Rachel doesn't deserve it. And Kat was like, and I don't deserve it. And they was like, oh, Listen, yeah, you don't. You don't. Cat Cat went full Effie White. What about me? What about me? I was like, girl, shut the fuck up. I was but listening. We, we all got pain, Effie. Fuck you. Right. She hey look, Kat has been giving us a goddamn performance these last two episodes. She has like her ass is definitely auditioning for Broadway, and it's like we don't need this because yes, Ryan is absolute trash. He is not alone in that, but you trash too because you knew what you Correct. were doing the whole time. Correct. Uh, you, like I said, if she would have left it, she could have had her feelings <clears throat> about finding out about it the way she did. But when she came to the cabin, knowing him and Rachel was back together, and still was trying to get fucked, like sis. You you was compliant in this situation. You do not get no gold star. You are not nope. no hero, nor are you a tragic victim. Like right. you was a willing participant. Do yep. not do not pass gold. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Now straight the fucking hell. Speaking of going to hell, so wait, what we can we address here? the fight at the shop and the events at the shop? Before we do that, because that is like the, that's like the 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 climax. 
That is the theater. What do y'all have about uh, Nikki and Four moving in together? I think... uh, Go ahead, Ken. Nikki was homeless, and she didn't admit it. Listen, I, I, you know what? I'm gonna agree. I feel like Nikki was uh, sleeping at the shop, tired of taking whole baths, and she gave him an ultimatum, and was like, "Nigga, if you don't want my pussy to be funky when I come over here, you gonna have to let me move in. Give me a key." Because yep. a woman with her own place is not gonna be that pressed to move in to nobody else's, especially when you already insecure about the relationship. Child, every she time about everything. Listen, oh yeah, every time. I, oh shit! God damn. <laughs> that was, down. That was Nikki. <laughs> right. Man, fucking down. But yeah, that was it. And then I was like, four and uh, what's my face? Y'all trash for sitting there not helping them move. But four and uh, and, and fucking van, big yeah. ass. I'm just looking at that like four. You in danger, girl? But that's your business. Yeah, that's kind of my feelings on it, Curtis. I was like, mm. I feel like both of them brothers, Four and Don, are constantly in danger. That's how I feel. Because <laughs> we got okay. You called off. Uh, you called uh, Ashley a fake ass fade parts. What is Nikki? A crazy ass bitch. <laughs> I'm say you ain't got no equivalent for her. She just crazy. She just, I, yeah. shit. You you know what Nikki is? Nikki reminds me of Lynn Whitfield from A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Boom, got it. That's got what it. it is. That's it. You had to give me just a second. She is crazy as fuck. Because if that I, ain't a fatal attraction, I don't know what the if, fuck if is. Or wouldn't help her move her shit in. I was like, he really don't want to live with this fucking girl. He just want her to shut the fuck up. Yep. And he want to he wanna keep fucking her fine ass. But he don't feel yep. like being bothered with her. Nope. And again, mm. I say good luck because that's going to blow up in his face. Yeah. Right. At some point. Okay, that was it. So what were you saying before, Jeremy? The, the rumble in non-mag? Listen. Okay, so... It was a little, there's a lot to unpack here. Yes, yes. There. First of all, can we address the fact how did how who's for okay, and I think I saw Candace tweet this from the show paper where she live tweeted. Don't nobody in that fucking shop shop respect Ryan. Nope. Now, okay, so I did tweet that. But in all fairness, it's really hard to respect a boss who does not handle their business when they have personal issues. I don't give That's a fair. fuck what's going on with him and Rachel. You need to be in your motherfucking shop, present and accounted for if you're not out on the road making money. Right. I would say maybe it would be okay if you had a decent delegate, if you had, you know, an assistant, but you don't even have that. So it needs to be. I'm going to say because Charmaine's supposed to be the assistant shop manager. She's the most non shop manager. Charmaine can't even manage her own pussy. So it's like, (laughs) how's she going to manage it? Anyway, you know what? No, this is is fair. That's fair. That needs to be had. Oh no, I stand by what I said. I just, <laughs> I just have already given her her shine. <laughs> we but it's they don't respect Ryan, but that's because Ryan do shit like that. Yep, and True. he don't like, set no boundaries. Yeah, he don't set no boundaries when he when he feeling the way he just don't come to work. How you just don't come into your own fucking business? Right, like you don't know what the motherfuckers doing because as you can see, that, just from that, watching the show, you can see these motherfuckers is off they rockers. And, and not only that, these motherfuckers get to fighting in the shop. Somebody get hurt. You liable because you the shop owner. Yep. Nobody else has to take that spill but you. Yep. Because as we've established on the first episode, everything is in your name. Them other motherfuckers' names is not on shit. Correct. Van, your suburban ass, your name ain't on shit. As a, you can get mad as you want, turn pink as you want. Your name ain't on shit. So let's talk about... um. 
how Lily is inventing new ways to be trash. Like she's taking nigga, trash she, to new heights she or is new like, lows. She is like make writing the book on how to be a horrible human being. Cause like, very seldom have I seen somebody so just out of it that they can never understand why somebody have a problem with their fuck shit behavior. She is in she is writing she is writing she is making the remix on how to be trash. Listen, sprite remix. Because yeah. with a nigga named Navadius. <clears throat> oh god. It just doesn't make it doesn't make sense to me. Like you you cheated on this dude and y'all somehow have y'all the only reason y'all are in a quote unquote good place is because y'all still fucking. Right. But you cheated on him and then you're gonna bring the dude that you cheated on him with to a company party. What the fuck kind of sense does that make? Where y'all both work. Where y'all both work. After the way you acted, just because one of his clients was texting him. But you're gonna bring the 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 dude that you cheated on him with? Over that. She cheated on she cheated on him over that. Over that. And, and she feels like that is one hundred percent justified. You feel like she those thought, are the same things. <laughs> she thought. She even says it herself. She thought that right. he was doing something with his client. So she cheated. She and put the shit on Instagram. She took a thought and made the other thing that she did a fact and think that those are two equal things. Just and like then, with the Cobra shit. And then treats Junior like shit over her bad decision. Right. And he's still there for you. But, right. Because that nigga, listen, that Junior, I told y'all a long time ago, Junior act like a nigga that ain't never had, that ain't used to pussy. Listen, Junior's like, I ain't never been with a bitch with titties this big. <laughs> Hey, he had like a nigga who first titties he done seen is on Twitter. Absolutely. He definitely does. He absolutely does. Ain't so, no um, shout out to everybody for shading the dude. He come in introducing himself as Plug. And everybody was like, Plug or what? Hey, don't call that nigga Spark Plug. I, I didn't like, are, like are you like a drug plug? Spark plug? Ain't no plug? Like, he was like, hey, going a lot of different directions. Hey, first of all, how does nigga name Plug and he got hell like Super Mario? How? Mm. Not even that. I want to just discuss how nobody on that show says nigga more than the non-blacks. Oh, we now get, gonna oh, get, we to, gonna get to that. Yeah, I got that in my notes. I absolutely have that in my motherfucking notes. Because mm-hmm. Lily did it when they was in Cabo, when she was talking about Ryan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. But so so this nigga so so Junior see this and Junior off. started turning a uh, Junior channel his inner Lily. Look, he started doing the he, he started going full Charmaine. Right. He okay. Fuck up. He went full Can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> yes. He was like that nigga, said, that nigga was like, yo ho ain't your ho. <laughs> <laughs> that is, let me hey, tell you something. That ain't hey, no that ain't no loyal ho. Hey, hey, Junior went to, hey, Junior went to him and was like, hey, these hoes for everybody. <laughs> hey, now, hey, Junior was like, hello, Donald. This is <laughs> hello, Donald. This is Jerry. He absolutely did. I ha- you may not know me, but he went to he straight up went to him like Mexican to Mexican. The woman you were in love with was mine. As a matter of fact, she's still mine. We still fucking on the side. That's Yo, the part where the producers was coming for Lily, like, aren't you still hooking up with Junior? Nigga, yes. The producer was snatching her, like, she got her wig snatched about that shit the whole fucking time. That's the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> because you trash, and you're the only one who don't see that you trash. Literally. Hey, look, that's, 
Hey, look, that's how you know the producer. Listen, that's that's the, that's Rashid <laughs> as Rachel and Ryan. <laughs> yeah, Rashid got the sense slapped into him. Nigga don't want to be a part of no more woman to woman shits. <laughs> Rashid, hey, 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 hey. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Junior was gonna run up on him. Because hey, he did. Listen, shout out to whoever asked Lily that in the confessionals. They, and they made a point. Every time Lily would say something, they made a point to go back to the confessionals. Like, but ain't you and Junior? And then she would give a bullshit answer. But then they were like, mm-hmm. but are you a plug? And then she would give another bullshit answer. And be like, but ain't y'all still too still? <laughs> Ask the hard hitting question. So this nigga Julia, Julia just just flat out punched the nigga. He did. He sucker punched him. But they were going back and forth for a minute. They was like, Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, it was technically a sucker punch, but just like we said with Mariah Lynn on Love and Hip Hop, if you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. If the shit is getting spicy, you should have had your guard up. First of all, how you a nigga named Plug, but you ain't got your guard up? How? 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 And you in a you in a shop full of black folks saying nigga like it ain't shit. Listen, you brought him up earlier earlier, and listen, I dis I did I detest Van like to my core. Yeah, but we have to give Van his flowers. Yes, because we give Van his headlights because he was the only one. He went out there like, oh no, this motherfucker saying nigga. I got some. I got yeah, some. Right. For him. They one of them. Called, I think it was plug, either plug or one of the uh, plug fat ass friends. He called Van a nigga, and Van was like, he did. He said that. Sh- I think it was plug. Yeah. yeah. Because Van was like, get out the car. Yeah, that was. I know plug definitely called him a nigga in the car. I don't think <laughs> he, he was. I don't like he wasn't calling him. A nigga, but he was saying nigga like in yeah, the city. But I'm, I'm thinking, but I'm looking at this. I'm like, sir, you Mexican? What you know about niggas? Hey, I like how Van face was. Van face like for a minute he was stunned, and then the next month he was like, get out the car, get out the <laughs> get out the car. He was like, get out the car. Well, Lily talked about nothing. Come about Van. No, let's just stop this now, bitch. No, hands too. Yep. Now, but we we can only give him so many flowers. Because when the shit started popping off, Van was just standing there, not swinging on nobody, looking crazy. And then Junior's ass came over there. Hey, Junior. <laughs> Junior that is the most turn motherfucking parkour and shit. Junior was a fucking... Hey, to use the word for had to carry him out like he VIP. And that's exactly what he said, too. I, like Jeremy said, I ain't never seen Junior that turn. He was turned. Listen, to use your, to use your word, Curtis, he was, a, he was a fucking hunter badger. That nigga was... He was. He, like, he said, hey, oh, no, this is the ultimate disrespect. I'm about to beat your ass. Look, and speaking of, we said, like we said, keep your guard up. When Plug and fucking Van were finna fight, this nigga Junior ran from the shop and just came from behind and caught the nigga. Everybody plug. I mean, everybody plug. Everybody guard was down. Security guard was down. Everybody guard was down. I can't I can't give Van no flowers because if he wasn't throwing parties he, parties he wasn't supposed to be throwing in that shop, it wouldn't even been no plug situation. That's why I say you can only give him so many. You can only give him like half a pedal. Yeah. Because piece of potpourri. Exactly. Yeah. Dried as fuck. Ain't even got the smell no more. Nope. Yeah. No, he got a smell, but not a good one. Yeah. It, true. No. So yeah. I, I think that's it for Black Ink. So um, I'm gonna shut up and let y'all talk about uh, Married to the Medicine. Oh, listen. Listen. Me... Married listen. to Medicine was lit. I gotta catch up. I'm gonna do that this weekend. <laughs> Dr. Jackie, Dr. Jackie. No, I feel, I feel bad for her. No woman deserves to be cheated on. Mm-mm, especially not with no nigga that looks like that. Especially not with no nigga that looks like a black uh, lurch. 
Uh, that nigga look like burnt jello. That nigga look like Wiz Kelly, Wizard Kelly from the Proud Family when we finally saw Wizard Kelly face and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you have been checked out of your marriage for a long fucking time. So I just kind of want Dr. Jackie to admit it was the fact that it went public. Because Dr. Jackie looked like she didn't want to be bothered with Curtis ass in a long ass goddamn time. She looked like she don't want to be bothered with none of this shit. So it's just But you're like, right. Like it's the embarrassment that she has to compartment because yeah, her compartmentalization skills are on point. I, those are goals. Because yeah. when they came and showed her that article, she was looking like, bitch, we got work to do. She just seemed like she it's like she was relieved. Like now right. she could walk now she could walk away and the nigga ain't gonna try to take half her shit because he cheated. Yeah. That's all I saw. I saw a victory. I ain't and seen no losses for Dr. Jackie. Made it public. He got a he got a daddy and job, and he cheated. Bitch, you he got a job. He like a high school coach or some shit. Oh, I thought he. I don't know. I thought they say he stopped working. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. But I was like, oh, okay, all right, bro. You should be relieved. But she acted hurt for the cameras. I know in her mind, she was like, all this good dick I'm about to get. Woo. Listen, and she, but she even said it. She's like, I have survived. Breast cancer twice. I don't care about this shit. Nigga ugly anyway. Yeah, pretty much. It's almost like she wished they had just stopped talking about the shit. Literally. That's what she said. And she was like, oh, I'm, when uh, Dr. Simone came out there boohoo and she was like, oh, I'm happy about this. Because if we can talk about you, that means we don't have to talk about me. Yeah, that's a mood. That's a real mood. So let's listen. Doctor, he- Something is wrong with Dr. Heavenly. She, um, why is she so aggressive all of the time? All of it. You know why? Because she has that old, like that Southern, maybe not even a sub. She has that mindset that I need to be submissive. They said it on the show. I need to be submissive and subservient to my husband. So if you have an aggressive or a strong personality, but you are, you are downplaying yourself because you feel like your husband is supposed to be the leader that pent up aggression got to go somewhere. She just does the most. Like even with her kids, she do the most. And it's like, like, like when the girl was trying to write her song, and I was like, and her husband kept saying, does. "Just let her do it, damn bitch. Let her do it." She oh, bitch, let the bitch read. Right. <laughs> Here goes Doctor Heaven. I'm a mama jerk, girl. She just gets on everybody's nerves. Like she real does. Quick. I'm like, I ain't never seen nobody. But like, why are you being so aggressive to brand new people that you just meet? What? <clears throat> I like quiet. I do. You know, I, I, mm, mm, I like quad also too, and as well. But first of all, <laughs> you cooked a whole gourmet meal for them little bitty ass dogs. Like the bitch had rice. She had presentation. She over there sauteing vegetables and shit. I feel like she treats them dogs better than her husband. She she does. Like those dogs get the royal treatment. They get the royal, the royalist of all treatments. I and just Dr. and Doctor Greg just there trying to put a baby in her little funky ass. And she ain't with it. She don't want to have no baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't want no kids. And I wish she'd be on again. She, she got kids. She, them dogs are her kids, yeah. and she and she not playing no games about that either. She don't want no human kids. Nope, not a she, one. She's puppy life to the death of her. Yep. So she's supposed to be coming out with a cookbook. I do recall, like, in the past several seasons, she always has been a one one to cook, though. No, I'm interested. I want to see how this plays out, how she does with the cookbook. 
And you know what? She is real classy for a recovering stripper. <laughs> like, that is something that gets glossed over quite a bit. But when Mariah spilled all her tea and shit, she has really assimilated into uh, the socialite crowd really well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because Mariah spilled it all. She said, honey... You talk real big for somebody who got snatched out the strip club. Mm. I, I know. Going thing. back to the strip club, Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> I can Curtis. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I'm not going back. I'm not going back to the motherfucking strip club, Greg. No, honey. I'll do whatever. I'll redecorate your office, cook your meals. I'll iron your, I'll iron your drawers. I'll do whatever. But I'm not hitting no more poles. <laughs> Do not blame her. Speaking it's of poles, speaking of poles, that whole sex conversation with Toya and Eugene help. Send help. Something, and they, they so broke. I feel like I feel like Toya is the how can I say this? Mm. Uh Toya is the hood bitch that <clears throat> when it snagged the nerd and now she really kind of unhappy. Mm-hmm. I, like that's the perfect description for them. Like she, she got, she got the rich doctor, but she had, now she wants some thug dick, and she don't know what to do with herself. Yep, and because she ain't got that's, nothing of her own going on. Yeah, she she don't got shit else going, so she yeah she can't get. The man said he drive four hours going and four hours coming back to work extra shifts at another hospital. Listen, the IRS will just have to come arrest your ass, bitch. <laughs> Listen, or we gonna be with you. you You'll have to do that bid for, for me, baby. Because, listen, for eight hours on top of working 10 to 12 hours? Nope. Nope. I'll pass. Price of the break. Uh, going. Yeah, Jeremy said we got to wrap it up in a minute, but I just got to touch on Dr. Simone and her husband. First of all, I think her husband is handsome. That's Cecil, yeah. I think, yes, I think Cecil. Yeah, Cecil, a little handsome cat daddy. Emphasis on I the cat Cecil, and the daddy. Yeah. <laughs> and. I think that uh, Dr. Simone is an asshole because she, <laughs> listen, in a marriage, when every time you have a disagreement, you're going to find yourself in a real bad way if every time you get mad, you start talking about, well, let's just get a divorce then. Right. Let's just get a divorce then. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to fucking hear that. Nope. If you That's not a divorce, bargaining t- uh, chip. No. If you want to get a divorce, bitch, go file. Have go me file. Serve. Let's call it a fucking day. But you're not going to keep throwing that in my face. And then think I'm supposed to want to have a conversation with you. Bitch, do you want to communicate and have a resolution or do you want to get a divorce? Because if you want to get a divorce, bitch, we don't have nothing to talk about. Yep. And then then she had a temper tantrum because the nigga wasn't paying no attention. The nigga mad. He uh, he got every right to be mad. The nigga mad. He don't feel like chit-chatting. It, it ain't hugs and kisses and, and birds and butterflies and shit. And like, she's going to be crying. Learn, you got to oh, learn to watch so your fucking mouth. He means to me and I don't feel like I deserve it. And it's like he don't have a right to be mad that you keep throwing divorce in his face, and then he yeah. the one he the, and from what I can tell from the from the conversation, he's the only one coming up with solutions of things to or at least things to try to save the marriage. You yeah. just sitting there, well, you don't listen to me. Well, you have to listen too, which is what he said. But he was the one that's like, well, let's we, or maybe no, it may have been her that said we need to get professional help. But he was like, yeah, bitch, duh. Of course we need professional help because you can't keep the word divorce out of your mouth. And I'm like making concessions. Like we living in two whole separate fucking houses because you don't want to move away from work and shit. Like 
like at the end of the day, like he really is the mom in the situation. Mm-hmm. He making sure kids the shit's handled with the kids, the homework is done, dinner is cooked, clothes is washed, and you just fucking complaining because you asked the nigga thirty questions and he got annoyed. Well, maybe if you bring your ass home, you wouldn't always be asking me what the fuck going on because you would know because you would be here and be accounted for. Right. Like get out. I mean, yeah. At the very least, I mean, you know, not to take away from she's a professional woman and all that stuff, but you have to learn. You got to know how to balance. Yeah. You have they to know have. how to, even if you're not physically there, like you got to do something to keep yeah. that to keep that going. You can't just expect him to pick up all the slack and then you come, well, I'm tired because I've been working and da 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 da. And so I'm going to bombard you with all. I'm trying to catch up on a whole day's worth of shit at one time. It's like you, just like you need to decompress, he need to decompress too. Exactly. I think like that was one of Dr. Jackie issues too. Like they don't have no work home life balance. Mm-hmm. And like that shit get old when you got a spouse. Especially when y'all been married for a long ass time. It's not like y'all young, still hustling, trying to get somewhere. Like y'all already there. Exactly. So of course your husband's like not said, trying to sit up in no big ass house by himself. And like he said, he like the kids about to be out the house and like we supposed to be living life. Yeah. And it's like if we don't like each other, we don't even like Chilling with each other. What the fuck we gonna do? If it ain't about the kids, what we gonna do? Yo, that one episode, the, I think it was the first one. She literally came in, ate dinner, and left. Mm. Yeah, like, Dr. Okay. Simone. Dr. Simone needs to get over wanting to be the victim. Like, both of y'all are, are have points, and both of y'all are a little bit in the wrong. And you need to be coming to it, willing to work it out, instead of trying to be victim, and you want him to do all the compromise. Y'all both need to compromise. Yep. Or like like you said before, he need to go file them motherfucking. I mean, you need to go file them papers. Yep, but every time you get mad, well, let's just get a divorce. Let's bitch. Let's. Right, because when he say okay and walk out the room, your ass gonna be sitting up here boohooing because he gonna yeah. give you what you want. Then she was pushing up on uh, Doctor Heavenly Husband. That shit was creepy to me. She was doing the most. I was like, this. I don't like this. Yeah, it was really weird. <clears throat> she was all over him. Ooh, yeah. I, ooh I almost made a terrible. Mm. Yeah, she was all over him, being allowed. Just she was just doing the most. I don't know. Yeah, she was she was doing the most with the least. And Doctor Cecil still ignored her. I mean, Cecil still ignored her. And it was like, yes, oh, okay, go suck the nigga dick then. And speaking of heavenly, I didn't like that advice she was trying to give Doctor Simone either. Like, oh, you got to uplift your man no matter what. I'm like, this whole rhetoric of a woman having to sacrifice every bit of herself for her man and for her marriage. I'm like, no. That shit, that shit is old and tired. Like, ain't nobody trying to do that shit no more. Like and you said, they, have both, to. they both could stand to make some changes, some critical changes, so that they could be happy and enjoy the next phase of their marriage, being kid-free. Absolutely. Um, and call it a day. That shit gotta go. But yeah, that was it. I'm looking forward to uh, next week, because ne- shit, now Quad about to join the ranks of troubled marriages. Oh yeah, that's the Dr. Greg want a baby, and she won't give it to him. Yeah, I want to see Dr. Greg be be like, "Bitch, I've been taking care of your ass since I met you." I I can't wait to see that. I told you he about to remind her he took her out to strip club. Mm -hmm. She about to get hit. He be like, "You ain't that far away from the pole, ma'am." Exactly. Hmm, This is Atlanta, after all. Hmm. You can always go back to from where you came. Mm Hmm. But yeah, I think that was it for uh, Married to Medicine. That was all I had. Uh, like I said, I got. I'm gonna watch it this weekend and catch up, so I can contribute next week. Um, Curtis, uh, correct. Curtis, uh, thank you so much for joining us on your first 
monthly recurring role. This was the first? Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. I'll take your word for it. No, this is the second. Curtis uh, made his monthly appearance in October. I thought it was last yeah, last month. Yeah, it don't matter, niggas. I'm here. It don't matter. I'm gonna be here every month. Here, like coming back like rent due. That's correct. Um, just for just, I mean, people should know by now. But give them um your podcast info and everything, all the great work that you're doing. I mean, they should know, but you know, some for our first time listeners, and then for some niggas, you know, they slow. So, (laughs) um, well, like I said, you guys can follow me on Twitter. I'm Trillificent. And my podcast is Gay Side Stories. It's on iTunes or whatever they call themselves these days. SoundCloud and all of the information about the podcast is at GaySideStories.com. Yes. Yes, indeed. And if if you're listening to us, you should be listening to Gay Side Stories. Um, It's not always explicit gay stuff, y'all. It's it's sometimes it'll be alright. It's sometimes it'll be alright. I mean, even yeah. if it is, you'll, I mean, y'all follow XD and stuff on Twitter, so y'all know what it is. Yeah, they'll they'll be all right. They'll live. Y'all will be all right. Come fuck with your boy. Oh, uh, before we get out of here, um, uh, you can find um this if you like what you heard, you can find our go to our website cspn.us and click that podcast tab and listen to all of the episodes thus far. You can listen to all of our shows on the network, and if you like all of our content, go to that click uh keep our podcast free tab and shout with our sponsors. And every person that you make um, with our sponsors will go back. A portion of your proceeds will go back to the head nigga in charge classic to keep the lights on. So you won't have to pay to listen to me sound like a, 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 a Thanksgiving. Um, with uh, chitlin. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. I play the giblets. Yeah, I was going to say some hard mouth, but yeah, let's go with that. Mm, all of um, All those powers combined. Correct. Uh, Candace, you got anything in the church announcements? Anything to say before we get up out of here? Nope. Leave me uh hey, you can follow me on my new Twitter, but if you creep me, I'm gonna block you. So um but I still yeah. I still will be live tweeting always the shows and uh have a good weekend. By the time we come back to you guys, it'll be uh after Thanksgiving, so have a good turkey day. A lot of y'all mamas can't cook, but that don't got nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Just make the best that you can with that dry ass dressing. Mm-hmm. Bye y'all. All right, and we are out because we got to get up out of here because um, we have to do other podcasting things. Um, and d- no us, no us. <laughs> and we will see y'all next week. And Curtis, give the benediction. Make sure that you guys are protecting your wigs and make sure you get some tweezers and you pluck that wig too, all right? Wig maintenance is a forgotten art, apparently. All right, maintain your wigs, all right? And we are out. Bye, y'all.